You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to Tencent Beer Life. Welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle, as always, with my man, Brian. What's up, dude? Just kicking it, bud. Just uh, been, a, been a wild day of uh, of headlines for one particular Browns player. Yeah, let's just fucking get into it. There's no other news right now. There's no other dude. news. <laughs> well, I mean, I, the, this weekend was great with the playoffs, although very few of those games were even competitive. Um. Not the best wild card week that we've ever seen. <laughs> Didn't really seem like any of those really even like came down necessarily to the wire, unless you kind of want to count that Cowboys game. Um, but Malik McDowell, defensive tackle for for the Browns, a guy that had a bunch of red flags, drafted as a second round pick. They said he slid to the second round only because of some injuries and character concerns. Um. But he he hadn't he got drafted in 2017. Never played an NFL down like he was pretty much a rookie this year. Um, in 2021, after getting drafted in 2017, from being such a dick, from being such a a loose cannon asshole, and then uh, seems as if he got his hands on some PCP. It would it would be my guess this seems i've watched enough cops this is pcp behavior this is, maybe he was absolutely doing some sherm <laughs> you ever smoking seen the, on sherm the sherm yeah <laughs> i think malik is mcdowell that, got some sherm what is, is sherm okay so from what i understand if you're is that pcp i am 90 percent sure the sherm is cigarettes dipped in pcp okay i'm yeah, looking it up I right heard, now because I heard, I thought it was like a blunt dipped in embalming fluid, but I think that that's just something they said in a bone. Thing. Essentially, sherm, also called sherm stick, is either tobacco or marijuana cigarettes that are dipped into PCP embalming fluid or a combination of both. Imagine being such a fucking fiend to the, that you are like embalming fluid. Yeah, okay, I'll smoke that. Yeah, man, I. Th- think that was probably a poor decision but i mean he was nude he he, he is a giant human being six six three hundred pounds uh nfl player walking around nude and then they they he, he tried to enter some sort of children's learning center which is like every single article i've seen keeps calling it a learning center is it not a school is it well that's kind of what they that's that's the new term for uh school if it's a like a, a privatized public school sometimes the, the rather than call it a school that's a negative connotation they'll lean in and call it a learning center I've why seen, does like, school have negative connotation is school is that a word school sucks you know like i mean it's just it's a learning center so i imagine like they take uh you know there's multiple methods of learning i'm assuming i don't know some of them are called learning centers 
typically like dropout high schools are called learning centers. Okay. Uh, things of that nature. But I think this was a child one. So just, <laughs> I'm sure you guys are going to see this in the news. New York Post had the video in a lot of photos, which is the only news site. But yeah, it was broad daylight and he was just walking around butt naked. And then he fucking like hit, hit a cop a couple times and then they tasered him to the ground. But he's just walking down the middle of the street butt ass naked. Yeah. Being enormous and then attacking police officers. So um, based off of what I've seen on cops, Sherm or PCP is, is my guess. Somebody was like, oh, I think that's that's probably CTE. And that's just that the guy hasn't been playing. Like, I <laughs> maybe he's got it, but like, I, I doubt it's progressed to this kind of degree as he hasn't hasn't played other than this year in, in, in a while. So um. I don't know, man. This is this is not the way we wanted to kick off this offseason, which is like this is how things have gone in the past. We've always had these insane situations where, you know, what was that one wide receiver's name? He, he spent some time with the Dolphins, and then he released those videos with guns and blunts. And Devon Bess. I don't even remember this. Devon Bess? You don't remember Devon Bess? Oh, yes, 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 yeah. I do. I do now. Okay. The, I mean, this is obviously several notches above that, but like, th- this feels like an old Browns kind of thing to have this be the very first piece of news for the Cleveland Browns straight out of, the, out of a season where they highly underperformed and are in this now crucial offseason to start it off with your starting defensive tackle. Absolutely, starting defensive tackle. Starting defensive, a former starting defensive tackle. Um, High on PCP, going into schools, or excuse me, learning centers. Yeah, trying to (laughs) nudely break into children's learning centers. Like the fucking Terminator walking around in the nude, and then apparently where he wanted to go was a children's learning center, and he was willing to fist fight for it. So... (laughs) He's God not damn. as big. He's not as big when you take off all the pads and stuff. You know, he just he looked like a tight end. I he I didn't look like a defensive tackle. I thought he'd be a little chubbier. No. No, all muscle. Yeah, six dude. six, three hundred pounds. He's a he's a beast. He's a. Can you imagine driving down the street and seeing that guy just walking around butt naked? No, no, I cannot. Have you that, ever seen anybody naked and out in the wild like that? No, not like that. Not not anywhere. Like you know, I, I've like at a concert before, but that's kind of like understandable. I saw a streaker at a game one time, but these are places that you kind of expect it, and it's you you in no way feel in danger. But if you see a man that size, fully nude, he is he is not aware of his surroundings. <laughs> he is not aware of reality when when he's doing that, unless somehow he got. Jumped by ruffians on the Queen's Road and was just stripped buck naked. I can't imagine that that, that the, any other scenario other than him being on some sort of hallucinogenic drug and, and one of the stronger forms of that. What if he was high on Delta 8s? <laughs> <laughs> would it change your mind? It would. It really would. Yeah. He just, he just ate a whole, whole fucking 100 milligrams or, or not 100, like what is it? You know, a whole pack of them, like 10 of them. 2500 is that what it would be? Is that the equivalent? <laughs> it's just one ground naked. You know, I, 
I'm not going to ever do it because obviously I know just like the ramifications of it. But do you ever just see these people risking it all for like drugs or like sherm sticks and being like, dude, you know what? Maybe maybe they're right. You know what I mean? No, you don't ever do that? PCP is not, that's not like heroin where, you know, something gets its hooks into you and you're physically addicted. PCP is not that. But PCP a lot of so the time is understand safe? it. Are you are you saying it's like it's okay? You could go one and done. No, it, it's uh, what I'm saying more is people are making the decision to do it. There's nothing controlling their brain saying do it, do it. It's, so it's, it's not addictive. It's yeah, like it, it's, it's a recreational drug. Yeah, <laughs> either you're deciding to do it or it got slipped to you in some way, shape, or form. I know a couple people. I know one kid in particular that. In college, he bought some weed, and his roommates were telling me that he got pulled over driving the wrong way on the interstate. And when he got oh, pulled no. over, he was telling um, he was telling the police that he was Jesus, and th- they just assumed that the weed that he got was laced. Why did why, like what is the point of like, why did drug dealers do that? Why give away more product? And it's not even like I can piece together like this whole fentanyl thing from what i've been told people will put a little bit of fentanyl in there because like the other addicts they want the shit that's been killing people they want the strongest stuff so they're like oh i want that shit that killed the, the dude like <laughs> that, that's that what i've actually all. been told with pcp i don't think anybody's hearing oh like jason's got that weed that made Derek strip down naked and run through the streets thinking he ah! jesus i want that nobody wants that why are drug dealers giving away extra drugs for nothing with presumably no reward in return? I mean, Malik McDowell's an NFL player. He might have paid extra for the Sherm stick. He might have said, give me that Sherm. I... He might not get for it. From what I understand is, like, a lot of times, like, the fentanyl stuff, like, say I'm selling you cocaine, theoretically. Uh-huh. Me as the coke dealer, I don't necessarily know that there's fentanyl in it. That came with just like improper handling, like way up the stream. And then sometimes it gets down and it kills a bunch of people. You know, I don't know. I don't do things with fentanyl in them, so I don't have anything to worry about. I but. stopped doing anything that could possibly have any fentanyl in it. I'm I'm terrified of that shit. And they're like pressing pills and stuff too, so people are making like knockoff Percocets and Xanax and shit too. It's wild out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, there there was a, a time in life where uh, I had never heard the word fentanyl, and if anybody put any sort of powders in my face, well, I'll take that back. I I've only done coke <laughs> one time. Yeah. I've only done coke yeah. one time. I, I only did that one time because I was afraid of getting addicted and that ruining my sure, life. Sure, like, wink. Like, for a while, like, if anybody offered me Molly, I'd be like, absolutely, I would like to do that. Molly, please. I've never I've never experienced any of that. So I'm, I had myself a whole bunch of great times on Molly. I'm too fat. I'm just, I'm, I'm so nervous about being fat and then being like, is this, I, I don't want to disappoint my mom. I'm sure it's fun. But then again, I'm sitting here trying to talk about, like, maybe we should try some Sherm sticks. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Just, wouldn't it be nice to bang heroin just once just to see what it's all about? The people that have done it say it feels real good. So, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. I've been curious about it, but no, I'll never do it until, like, when I'm old, I'd like to do it. When I'm super old, I'd, I'd like to be, like, the grandpa, and you ever seen Little Miss Sunshine? Yes. That's a great yes. movie. I want to be like that. I want to do that. 
there's a guy that I watched like some like I don't know it was like a 48 hours documentary or whatever once, and now like his he was like a big oil big oil guy down in Texas, and then like at like 55 60, his fucking wife died, um, and he had all this money and he's just like I'm lonely, so he started like just robbing banks and like banging like strippers and like doing heroin. damn. And he was like just robbing banks as like a, a seventy-five-year-old man, and he was going into robbing banks, and they'd catch him and they'd throw him in jail. He'd get out on good behavior, and they felt bad because he's an old man. And they were like, "Why do you keep robbing banks?" And he goes, "Because it's fun." <laughs> that, that was his answer. <laughs> and meanwhile, he doesn't understand like it's fucking people up, you know. I mean, yeah, I guess psychologically the bank tellers end up getting fucked up, but. As long as nobody actually gets hurt, and if people seek the right therapy afterwards, bank robbing's almost a victimless crime. Almost. Yeah. I mean, those banks are insured. I don't give a fuck about insurance companies. Oh, yeah. They're definitely getting their money back. They, yeah. They don't care. It's the people that get fucked. Yeah. This, is, this isn't olden times where it's just a bunch of gold sitting in the back in a vault, and once the gold's gone, the gold's gone. <laughs> it's just a bunch of digital numbers and shit. Absolutely. Yeah, and he was just like scallywags dude and like his kids were like what are you doing pops and he was like leave me alone you're not <laughs> shit you never made a dollar in your life like you can't tell me what to do pass the heroin and Fuck that's yeah. a pretty tight pretty tight dude that was like my second favorite my first favorite guy it was his, he was the hollywood bank robber um i, I watched a documentary on this guy and i can't believe there's not a movie about it so this guy he was like a a med student at like university of washington and he started stealing um, chemicals to make meth up there. And he okay. made a lot of meth. And um, he bought a bunch of land in Olympia uh, with the most big-ass fucking trees. And then uh, him and a couple of his buddies just did meth, and they built themselves tree houses, like luxury tree houses. Wow. And they would swing back and forth on ropes like Tarzan from each other. And just doing all these drugs. Well, eventually, like, his supply got cut out, and he couldn't do any more meth. So he's like, I need to keep up this lavish lifestyle of having all this money. So he started robbing banks out in that Seattle, Portland area. And he would wear, like, um, fucking masks, like, uh, I don't know, Richard Nixon masks or whatever. I don't know what kind of mask he's wearing. But he was, the reason I said masks is because, like, you'd watch the surveillance videos and he would, like, hop over the counters like Jim Carrey in the fucking movie The Mask. Like, because he was just used to, like, living like Tarzan. <laughs> so he's, like, crazy athletic and like just jumping all around and fucking going nuts. And then Robin, then he got shot in somebody's backyard eventually. You know, it never ends up good. But Scott shot in somebody's Spur- backyard? Yeah, like, he was running from the cops. And they finally cornered him and they just murdered him. His oh, name okay. was Scott, Scott Spurlock. Very interesting guy. I'm trying uh, to find this documentary. I mean, it was like a... 48 hours ID, like, antenna fucking thing. But, you know, when you're poor and you're, you know. I was real into it, though. I mean. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's that little ramble about bank robbery. And, um, What'd you do in, this weekend? I went I went and met my niece. Down oh, yeah. Virginia congratulations. Beach. Yeah, little Cora Lee, dude. Yeah, it was sweet, dude. I, uh, I was gushing over her. I, uh. Nice. Yeah, it was it was very cool. Hung out with my sister and my brother in law and then had to drive home in this mess of a storm. Damn, you drove through that 
that shit yesterday? We timed it out, and we just missed it, and, like, thank God they got the interstates cleaned. Like, we hit a little patch south of Pittsburgh that was kind of a little meh. But other than that, like, the roads were, like, really clean the whole way. But like, even down there, like, their news was like, stay inside. It's fucked up. And I'm like, eh. You know, we made it back, though. Like, we just timed it out a little good, a little bit. We stayed in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Nice little city. Norfolk. Yeah. Norfolk? Is that how you say it down there? I don't know. That sounds like something. Norfolk. 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 We got a friend down there, too, so we hung out with her. And anymore, we'll go on, like, a vacation, and we just end up going back to our hotel room and playing cards. Uh, that's been my life, so... Nice. We don't need to go on vacation anymore. We just need to get a better house. You know, it's, what <laughs> <I mean. laughs> it's a better spot to play cards. Yeah, yeah, that's really all, all I need. I think so. No, it was good. Saw my sister and uh, drove back. What about you? What'd you do? Uh, I, I kept it uh, low key. I, I'm still. I've I've gone more or less back into hiding for a little bit to try and just wait out, like wait out the COVID insanity at least. Like I, I just like to lay low until it hits a point where the hospitals aren't overrun and they're not calling in national guard to assist with the hospitals being overrun. That just seems a little too intense. I'll hang out at home. Playoffs are on. I'm in heaven. Um, I went and I got baby bop. You ever had that? Yeah, dog. Fucking delicious. Yeah. Baby bop rocks. I had some of that. I had some gluten free beers. I, uh, you know, I played uh, this video game that I, I beat, and I'm very proud of myself for beating it. It's called Metroid Dread, and it's fucking amazing. Top five video game all time for me at this point. Love it. Um, and then I watched these playoff games, and it was not the best weekend of playoff games. Yeah, well, let's let's run through each game real quick because, you know, we're a sports podcast. Uh, now, we called, uh, we called the, the Raiders beating the Bengals. That did not oh yeah, happen. I was I I had shit. But, but like I don't understand. Like if, if anybody's gonna give us shit, like that's they the Bengals won by a touchdown. It wasn't any sort of crazy blood. As a decent game, the Raiders fucked themselves over with penalties. If the Raiders weren't so highly penalized, it, I think it would have been a bit of a different ball game. I don't think we were that far off. No, and and there was that phantom whistle or whatever that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, dude, they kind of that fucked. whistle happened. Yeah, that really fucked the Raiders. It was, uh, you know, fuck Jerome Boger though. That like that guy, he sucks. His crew sucks. Fuck them. Um, but the- Joe Burrow is pretty legit. He's very good at football. He throws for two forty four, twenty four thirty four, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, Jamar Chase hundred and sixteen yards. I think that that's going to be something that teams are going to try and emulate more. Is I I don't and I I've wondered in the past why more teams didn't try to do it when you when you're taking a young quarterback you know get one of them star wide receivers that they excelled with shit maybe get if I'm not mistaken wasn't it D uh, D Westbrook was like a fucking Heisman candidate with Baker Mayfield at quarterback yeah you're saying he, go out and he's get bouncing DD? around doing nothing Let, let's see if we can recreate some of that magic in Cleveland give him D D Westbrook. Try and find these guys like, you know, this Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow thing is clearly going well. I wish they would have taken Mark Andrews, given him to Baker Mayfield. He was like a yeah. third-round pick. Yeah, so basically you're saying just like their chemistry's there. Let's uh, see what they do. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think that, that Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow are, are great. 
that's a trend I think we will see more of. And that's their hell of a chemistry there. Jesus. Well, and Jamar Chase, and I mean, I mean, D.D. Westbrook, you're right. He was a Heisman candidate. I mean, but Jamar Chase is a lot better than D.D. Westbrook. And- sure, but we can get D.D. Westbrook for fucking peanuts at this point, and we need wide receivers now. And you'll never hear me say that I think Joe Burrows is light years better than Baker Mayfield, so I won't say that, but, you know. Wouldn't say he's light years better, but he is no. better. He was better last year because fucking Joe was hurt, too. But he gets a pass. Our fan base is trash, and we don't give him a pass. Man, whatever. <laughs> we, 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 we don't go there. The Bills whomped the Patriots, which I think I picked the Patriots because fuck the Bills, but the Bills look pretty fucking good. Bills, that, that is a high-powered offense. Josh Allen running the ball, he is he's a freak. And I, I still maintain a lot of people have said it. I don't think he would have done nearly as well here with the coaching carousel because he was rough for one and a half, two years, first one and a half, two years of his career. But he's had continuity this entire time. Dayball and sure. and McDermott. So like he's had the same offense and the same people teaching him year after year. And Ken Dorsey's been his quarterback's coach. Ah, yes. I forgot about Ken Dorsey. Yeah. Ken Dorsey brilliant, should be dude. He's getting some uh, yeah, he should be moving up the ladder as far as the uh the coaching uh, search probably, goes for a lot of these teams. Ken Dorsey is like Probably the least athletic quarterback to ever like play at a high level. He just looks like he should be in the band, and like he's just <laughs> so smart and so good. I mean, he he does it. I'm sure he's very athletic. And who am I, the fat fuck, to tell him that he's not looking like an athlete? But you you get my drift. Like I he mean, just Tom Brady, Peyton Manning are very slow individuals. Um, what was I going to mention? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Anywho, moving uh, on. Speaking of coaching hunt. Everybody should be looking at Brian Flores. Everybody should be trying to, to have Brian Flores be their head coach. He should absolutely get a job head coaching this coming year. Yeah, he should I, be I think Texans, Broncos, anybody. Somebody take him because he's great. Even the Vikings. Byron Lefkowitz is interviewing too. Um, I think that's probably a pretty good hire. That dude's been pretty good. Yeah. Offensive coordinator. So. Enemy should Flores. finally get a job. Oh, yeah. We'll see. It's not going to be with us. Nope. We got our guy, at least for now. We'll see how bad this gets. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Eagles, Bucks. That's one we got right. <laughs> we got that one right. And and the score of 31 to 15 doesn't even paint the picture of how not close it was. That makes it seem much better than it was for the Eagles. The Buccaneers dominated them. Um. And and Niner, just Niners Cowboys, I'm out, dude. Fucking Niners Cowboys. Cowboys, fucking that was amazing. Like, do you what do you think of them? What was there? Fourteen seconds left, I believe. And then yeah. they they run Dak Prescott up the middle, try to get Unreal. back and spike it. It's like oh, that seems like a uh, real good to call there, guys. Yeah, yeah, it was it was nuts, and then the misplacement of the ball, but you can't blame it on that because eh, what are you doing? You know, they choked, they choked big yeah. time. Yeah, and I like it. I love it. I hate the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm happy that they choked, <laughs> and fuck them. So that's how I feel. I don't know, man. It's just I don't understand. Like when a team has a guy like. Zeke Elliott back there, that the, or Nick Chubb or whatever, and 
the what who's the uh Tony Pollard. I, he's a pretty good running back. He's great, like, yeah. Yeah, like run the football and then fucking stack the box and make Dak's life easy. Let him make the throws, but in, instead like they almost insist like go away and then run second and it's like playoff football, dude. Run the football. AFC North football. Run the football. I mean, that's Well, that's one thing that made it real difficult to do that and it, it's, you know, at certain well, parts Dallas of the been year. they doing it all year. I mean, they've been the same thing as us. It's like Zeke has nine carries a game and Pollard has six. It's like, what are you doing? Well, one big thing that uh, that I will say for both of those teams is that both of those teams are top five most penalized teams in the league. And and Dallas, just like the Raiders, who's another top five most penalized team in the league, kept shooting themselves in the foot, both offensively and defensively. The, several defensive holding calls during key parts of the game and like Dallas fans can get as pissy as they want about that shit, and they're, that Neville Gallimore was taking shit. But, like, you know, they they were defensive holding calls. They were very obvious, terrible calls or ter- terrible plays by the defensive linemen where they're more or less tackling guys, and, and you can't do that anymore. That That's sure. not anything you're allowed to do anymore. It was, you know, something they've cracked down on. It was kind of always in the rule book. But it was something that they they just let go, almost this entire time until pretty much this year, where they're like, we're, we're going to cut down on that shit. So, a couple key defensive holding calls by defensive linemen, and they've got talent everywhere. Like I I can't I can't think of any glaring need for the Dallas Cowboys. Can you? I mean, no. maybe maybe more offensive line depth, just because they're getting a little bit older. But Zach Martin's still a top flight guard. Lyle Collins had kind of a down season, but. From some of the uh, offensive line guys, like Brandon Thorne that I follow, um, they were saying Lyle Collins played like the best game of the year with a lot of snaps against Nick Bosa. He just did really well. So even during that shitty game, he looked great. Tyron Smith, Smith is a little bit old, but had a really good season. Your wide receivers are ridiculous. Uh, your tight end ends up being real good, and it's not even the guy you thought was going to be good. They like paid Blake Jarwin and then gave Blake uh, – What's his name? Pruitt? No. Got Dalton Schultz. Dalton, Dalton Schultz. Um, so they've got all that on offense. All of that on offense. Plus Zeke and Tony Pollard. Great one-two punch. On defense, across the defensive line, that Neville Gallimore is pretty good, but DeMarcus Ware is really good. Randy Gregory for being fucked up, but not quite Malik McDowell <laughs> fucked up. He ends up coming in, does really well. Michael Parsons is like a defensive player of the year nominee as a rookie. Um, Diggs, like it, it's a wealth of talent. Leighton Vander Esch, even he's pretty damn good. It, it's crazy that, that they just can't put it together. And I love that they can't put it together. Fuck them. But individually, I like a lot of their players. I just hate the institution of the Dallas Cowboys. I it it's just insane that they don't get over that hump ever. But whatever. It's really them, funny. I, I don't really I don't really care about them. You know. Fuck I, Jerry Jones. I picked them. I just figured with the defense that they finally'd be able to put it together. And you'd think so. You'd really and, think so. And Jimmy Jimmy G, like they've already said, I don't care how many playoff games he wins, he's gone after this year. It's just I don't know. It's wild, dude. I certainly. I certainly like the the idea of Baker better than him, but if if they if they're gonna bring somebody in, aside from the injury issues, which are very concerning, Jimmy G's not a terrible candidate. I don't think Jimmy G's all that bad, 
but he he's just he's always fucking hurt. Yeah. But he's I, he's when on the field, he's decent. He he succeeds and he is a decent game manager although he threw at least one bad pick in that game versus versus the Cowboys. I I just I don't see us bringing in a free agent like that. I see us drafting somebody kind of like the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts, you know. You know last Monday I I took some shit from Money Mitch because me and you couldn't remember how the playoff seeding works. Oh, I, I I caught it too. So, but I really I was not thinking very clearly that Monday. I just had brain fog all day long. I actually that day went to the doctor and told the doctor my wrong age, and then like caught myself afterwards, and then felt That's embarrassed. That's gonna happen. To, I told him I was thirty four. I'm I'm only thirty three, so I I gave myself another year. But like that day, I was just you know my brain wasn't working. But I forgot my main guy that I'm cool with bringing in. To the Cleveland Browns, bring this guy in, have him compete with Baker Mayfield. Let's fucking do this, Gardner fucking Minshew. Let's fucking go, dude. I I can't even say it. I would be upset about that. Throw that guy in the room. Yeah, I I feel like him and Baker would really. They I I doubt that they'd necessarily become super good friends because they're so competitive. But I feel like those two vibe pretty well as far as their their whole personas and everything. Yeah, dude, it'd be like brother. Brother, <laughs> <laughs> have those two do some karate in the garage and become best friends. Hey, bring the wife. We're going to this good spot up here in Cleveland called Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it over there. I, I I don't think you'd have to pay Gardner Minshew a bunch. I doubt anybody's rushing out there to sign him as an actual starter, which is what he wants. Bring him in here, have him push Baker. If if Baker's not being what he can be, should be, was. Then Gardner Minshew, let's see what he can do because he has not been bad as an NFL starter. No, no. I I like it actually. I again, I'm Team Baker, but man, I think that's I think a kick in the nuts is what he could use. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know what to do. You know, obviously yeah. they don't either. So, um, yeah, that's not that's not a bad that's not a bad name uh, at all. Nobody's talking about him. No, get him on the really. cheap. Get him on the cheap. Maybe they just don't want. Maybe there's something about them they don't want them around. Like, why would you? Why would you let that guy go? You know. And I'd still be shocked, even with a new GM coming in, because they fired Mayock, who I never understood why the the fuck the Raiders would sign. You know, you never understand what the Raiders do. They just do whatever they want. Fucking Davis and his goofy ass haircut and wardrobe. But Mayock was like almost like a Todd McShay, like uh, he he was like the th- the third main draft guy, but he worked more for like the NFL directly, like NFL Network and shit. But um, Kuiper McShay, and then he was kind of the third guy that didn't really interact with them, but he was also a draft guy, and he did a lot of shit during the actual draft for ESPN or whatever. But um, I was shocked that they had chosen him, and he did nothing but. Try and be the smartest guy in the room. Your boy, Damon Arnett, Alex Leatherwood, guys that, uh, Cleveland Farrell, guys that did not belong being picked where they were picked at all, guys that they absolutely could have gotten later. They always feel like they're going to be the smartest people in the room. They're willing to reach for their guys, and their guys are always fair at best. Browns of the West, dude. That's why I'm rooting for or rooted for I mean, the Browns, at least a lot of times, now they traded back more than you'd like in certain years but a lot of times like the like Danny Shelton Danny Shelton was the hands down like this is the smart safe pick 
over the years, we've made picks that were like, okay, this is the smart, safe pick. And it just didn't didn't pan out. People oh. loved our drafts. People loved David Njoku being picked where he was. People loved Jabril Peppers where he got picked. That's what we should do next. For, for next, uh, next episode, let's go through every first-round draft pick since 1999 and rank them. All right. Yeah. Okay. This remind, is a longer remind, homework assignment. You do remind us to do it. You know. I'll I'll try and remember it. I, I guarantee, you, even if I do remember, I with the way that my my brain works, I probably won't do it until lunchtime at work the day that we're going to record uh, next. Sure, that's the way it goes. That's why we we stopped doing the top five lists because we forget. You know, I'm like number hey. one and two are going to be obvious. Spoiler alert: It's going to be Joe Thomas and Miles Garrett. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Without a question, those are the two. The two that hit, and then what? I we're doing it now. Fuck, I who who's three? Off the top of your head, who's three? Off the top of my head, uh, maybe well, Alex Mack. Alex Mack or I'm, Joe I, Hayden. Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden for me. I'd probably go Mack over Hayden. Ah, I, I don't know, man. Joe Hayden was. I mean, when everybody was like, "This is Josh Cribb's team," it was really Joe Hayden. Yeah, but Joe Hayden was two things. Joe Hayden was like always a second or third tier cornerback. He never actually hit that top tier. Uh, he was always like one stop and go route away. Now he would shut down AJ Green, which was huge. He shut down AJ Green like every time. Like he really made his money off of that. But then Antonio Brown abused him. Well, Antonio Brown abused everybody. Sure, but it, you your know. main rival, you know, you'd sure. hope that that your top cornerback could at least make a net in that but then you know a lot of other games it would be one stop and go right he'd be doing great and then somebody would run that route get a long touchdown joe hayden's trailing him but then also the injury concerns very very true you remember when fucking antonio brown who was it drop kicked gardaki no that wasn't gardaki that was was colquitt was it colquitt yeah Oh man, embarrassing! Just yeah. at that, that was the, I think that was the low point for me as a Browns fan. It was just that play. I was but, just like, God damn it! I want to love this, but I hate. I have to hate it. Like I want to cry. It's so embarrassing. It was nothing but uh, just a perfect image, a perfect snapshot of what the Browns were at that <laughs> point. Of course, our punter is embarrassingly getting fucking kicked in the face. <laughs> just fucking ninja kicked right in the face but then also like the cleveland browns players in no way retaliated in no, no way like you want them to get in that dude's face you want to, to be pushing and shoving you want face masks being grabbed you want that that message sent of like we're not gonna let you bitch us like this and also on top of that even though he's the punter like that's our guy he's wearing brown and orange you don't do that to one of us no nothing absolutely nothing came from it yeah, he's he's a fucking idiot, but he's our fucking idiot. You know, I, what I promise mean? you, the Pittsburgh Steelers would have absolutely fist fought people over over their punter getting kicked in the face by one of our guys. Absolutely, not yeah, a it goddamn was just question. A disgrace. That was the worst part. It was nobody reacted. You're right. Nope. It was nothing. Fucking awful. So anyway, we'll we'll we'll, we'll run through that whole gamut uh, next time around. We we'll do only only first round picks. Only first round picks. Yeah, we'll 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 eventually get into other rounds, but we've got a lot of time to kill in this long off season. Yeah, well, we gotta, <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We'll probably bring back some more lists and have more debate shows, and 
Uh, Cavs looks and like we're going to play playoff basketball here real quick. That's right, baby. They, I, we should wait a minute to finish playoffs before we get into it, but they, yeah, they let's, just we'll beat touch Brooklyn, on the, which is awesome. Yeah, let's, let's go through the playoffs. So the Steelers got whomped by the Chiefs. I think we had that. Uh, the Rams beat the Cardinals. Um, that was decisive last night. That was... I did not watch that game. I was too exhausted. I didn't see any of it. So I watched that game. Odell had a really good game. Um, so did the uh, just that Rams defense. If if they're on, they the Rams might be my pick to at least win the NFC, if not the Super Bowl. They they got a lot going. I'd like to see Matt Stafford get his due, but you know, it. it I also don't want Odell to go in a fucking Super Bowl, so I'm I'm real torn there. And I I love Aaron Donald. You you know that. I got a big boner oh for Aaron god. Donald. Oh my god, TJ Watt. I want to go back to Chiefs game. TJ Watt was still out there making like crucial fucking plays. Yeah, I in, in crucial situations, man. I he real good. Yeah. Him and Cam Hayward are really good. So next, this upcoming week, what do we got? We got Saturday, we got two games. Sunday, we got two games. Saturday early game, Bengals Titans. Who you got? I think the well, I th- I think it's going to depend on Derrick Henry. I think if Derrick Henry's in there, then the uh, the Titans. If not, I'm definitely going Bengals. I'm going Bengals regardless of Derrick Henry. I wow. Think. Okay. I think Joe, Joey Burrow's on a mission, dude. And they were like, "How is it to win the first playoff game since '91?" He was like, "It was cool." Like he he you know he they, he's he's a hell of a leader. I, uh, Smoking Joe, baby. Smoking I'm not, Joe. Fuck him. I hope they lose. But a lot of Brown fans are like we're rooting for the Bengals. Like, no, we're Never. not. But I if I had to bet if I had to bet this game, I'm taking the Bengals. Um, second game, uh, Packers Niners. Packers. It's in Green Bay. It's but be this cold. could be. I I'd say this one is the biggest trap game out of all of them. Green Bay is right now favored to win the Super Bowl, uh, according to Vegas. If I could see one big upset, and like I, I still, even though like seeding wise, Titans versus Bengals, if the Bengals won, it would be an upset. I, I would see, I, I wouldn't consider that to be a big upset at all. Um, I mean, is the AFC North and then the NFC West like which division's better? They had three teams, and they had the Rams. Cardinals and Niners and and right now they're looking to you know I'd say they're definitely the best division I don't think it's any question a- AFC North was good that we beat up on each other but our our the Ravens didn't get in the Browns didn't get in so we only sent two and then the one was like kind of a joke Joe Thomas did you see he tweeted out uh, uh like congratulations on your playoff participation trophy Steelers and Brett Kiesel tweeted back you wouldn't know anything about that so yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. true, but he is a Hall of Famer, so maybe maybe take a step back. <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking talking shit, you know. Whatever, fuck the Steelers. They didn't deserve to be there. They're well, the worst I can't team wait. in the division. I can't wait for Rams Bucks. That's that's cool. must see TV right there. Who do you got? I got the Rams. I man, I I wouldn't be surprised. This is this could be a this could be a good one. I never learned my lesson in, in betting against Tom Brady. I always am like, there's no fucking way he keeps doing it, and he always keeps doing it. I should just, after saying that, say Buccaneers, but no, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Rams. I think that the Rams are very good. Uh, Cam Akers comes back. Guy tore his fucking Achilles six months ago. You'd think that that would be a real hindrance to a running back. Guy comes in and runs for 95 yards. Insane. 
within the same season, comes back on a torn Achilles. Bananas. And then I you still got Sony Michelle. Those the the if that defense keeps humming, I I didn't see if Ryan Jensen's going to continue. Him and Tristan Wirfs got kind of banged up. Tristan Wirfs is a guy. God damn, I wish we would have taken him. I know we had Conklin on the right side, but like, fuck, he is head and shoulders above Jedrick Wills. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's probably where would you put him at right now? Top five. Top ten offensive lineman in the NFL right now. Top five. Top he five, might be probably. top five. Yeah, You're like you know, at least at, at right tackle, he's top top one or two. He was first team All Pro. Sure, sure. I just overall, like you're you're counting every position. I mean, he's yeah, he's, it's tough. He's tough. He's a tough player. I'll take the Bucks just because you know why not? And Tom Brady, you know, you never want to bet against that dude. And then for the final game, I gotta take Bills. Fucker, give me the Chiefs. Uh, fuck the Bills. I fuck gotta that take email. the Bills. No, the Bills look good, man. That's that's gonna be a good game. My wife picked the Bills. She just like I think the Bills are gonna win the Super Bowl over the Buccaneers. And she, I don't then think she they'll goes, win the Super Bowl. She goes, "Is that is that possible?" And I go, "Yeah, that's <laughs> very much possible." And she goes, "Well, that's what I picked because my girlfriend likes the Bills, and she's pregnant, and the Super Bowl will be on the due date." Baby. <laughs> and I go, "Okay, well then you're rooting for the Bills and fuck the Bills." Uh, yeah, dude, uh, that that Sunday, dude. Bucks, Bucks, Rams, Bills, Chiefs. What a, what a, what a day of football that'll be. Clear the calendar. Fuck yeah, Sunday Sunday's gonna be a big day. I am not doing shit. I might go get Bibby Bop, but that's the most I'm doing. Yeah, you, you're fucking with this Bibby Bop hard. Oh, huh? I'm fucking whore. Cause I, you never. You never know exactly what you're getting with a lot of these Chinese food restaurants. You have to go to a very Americanized one that's going to actually tell you what the ingredients are on like a website. And I have no idea what what kind of concentrations of sugar or if, if shit's gluten free. So, so a place like Bibibop is like my first taste of Chinese food in like six years. So I'm fucking amped about it. I get oh, that good. it's Korean, but it's very close. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, don't tell the owners of Bibby Bop that you called them Chinese. Probably- <laughs> <laughs> the owners of Bibby Bop, I think it's maybe McDonald's or like one of those big corporations owns it. Sure, sure. Have you, I don't know, because you just said you need to know like sugar levels and stuff. Have you had I Read Jamaican Kitchen yet? No. Cool. Is that good? Oh, yeah. If you like kind of like a little spicy, like curry, shit like that. Yeah, dude. Three okay. little birds, get a little three little birds action. I don't know what rice if rice fucks you up or not. Rice fucks with me, yeah. Right, rice fucks rice. It, my body handles rice just pretty much like raw sugar. Ugh. But yeah, they do. They probably got beans and they. they you could I probably fuck with beans. Yeah, you can get like black beans. I don't. It's good. It's like Chipotle, but it's Jamaican. Um and uh, it's cool. Good. It's fucking good. Check I'm out. I'm a big fan of these. Chipotle's, but different cultures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that shit. Chipotle's, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like Chipotle too, but uh, Bibby Bob, everything is gluten free. They've got like a sweet potato noodle, uh, as well as oh, cauliflower wow. rice. So, uh, diabetes wise, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Plus, yum yum sauce is just delicious. I just give me an IV of that shit. Put it right, <laughs> right into the main vein. There's no sugar in yum yum sauce, or there's just very little, little bit, very, very little. little. Huh. Yeah. 
very little sugar in the yum yum sauce. Who would have mm-hmm. thought? It, it yeah. doesn't taste sweet, but it's it's good. it's it's a little sweet. It's delicious though. Yeah. Do you ever go to the fucking hibachi places? Are you one of those? I've guys? never in my life been to one. Me and Sarah have been talking about doing it. Oh, go! They they just they hook you up with that yum yum sauce, and you get vegetables. You don't have to get any fucking uh, noodles or rice. You can get it. it you, it'd be right up your alley. It's just meats. And Fuck vegetables. yeah! Then yes, yeah. directly at my alley. Now we have two choices here because I got a big old dump in the chamber, knocking on the door, ready to go. We could either pause this bad boy or we can wrap it up a little early. Let's wrap it up early. You know what? They're not paying for any of this. We don't have I've been any sitting sponsors. here about five, ten minutes trying to wait for it to subside, and it, it is on the butthole now. It is pressuring the butthole now. You're sitting here like a good boy. Go, go run to the bathroom. I'll close this yeah, out. I, I'm definitely, this is going to clog my toilet because I got a bitch-ass toilet, and I'm going to plunge for the third time today. <laughs> All right, See go Browns. <laughs> well, that'll do it, guys. Uh, tune in next week when we talk about other stuff. Uh, Brian was looking like he's going to shit his pants, dude. I didn't know what he was doing. He was sitting straight up in his chair. Uh, fantastic. All right, that'll do it. Go Browns. Suck our dicks.